Hey there. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Beer and Gear. Yeah. Sorry about my voice. <laughs> <laughs> Although maybe it sounds better. I don't know. Yeah. It's one of those things. Uh, you doing okay? Doing okay. Other than the sound effects not working. Yeah. We're, 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 I mean, just constantly trying to improve and constantly get beat back down. Yeah. We'll figure it out. What are you going to do? Hey, what are you drinking? Oh, I actually got what I've been wanting. I got you got it. My breakfast out. I'm there I'm you a go. happy What's man. What's up, founders? Yeah. Where'd you find it? Uh, it fresh. They finally had it. Okay, great. I mean, I knew it. They they couldn't not have it for that long. But yeah, it took them a while, but they've got it. It's amazing. Okay, so I got. Um, <laughs> this is not my normal, but. Uh, it, I'm I'm excited because it's local. This is uh, True Vines. Okay. Dragons and dinosaurs. It's a hazy pale ale, which I don't know what that means. Uh, I think probably if you could see it, it lo- would look like cloudy. It would look like they didn't but, filter it. Yeah, it looks like dragons and dinosaurs on the outside. So. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, that's like fruity. There's like a lot of lemon in that. Really? Oh, that's exactly right. That's gonna be interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you're excited. I'm I'm gonna have to muscle through this. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing against it. I just it's not my. This is not what I normally drink. Yep. Yeah. No. This is uh, double chocolate coffee oatmeal stout. It is good. Nice. Very, very nice. The stout is definitely the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, I wanted to talk uh, since we've been since we've been doing uh, um, podcasting stuff for for a little bit here. I wanted to talk some audio because I actually got to experience something pretty fun. Um, we went to. You're right. We went to a, we went to a uh, conference in Chicago, and that was fun just because it was in Chicago. It was actually my first, uh, deep dish pizza, Ooh. not deep dish, but Chicago style pizza. Where'd you get it from? I didn't know. Oh, shoot. L- Luminati's. Um, was it Luminati? It was something like that. It was okay. like, uh, it was one of the places that people told us to go. So, okay. I feel, I feel good about it. And they were really great. The people that were there, they did it with, um, cornbread cut crust. Hmm. Does that sound like a thing? I don't know that I've had that before. Okay, well, let me tell you what. It was a little bit weird. I'm not going to lie to you. So, probably not Illuminati's. Everybody swore that this was the place to go. Not Hmm. everybody. But a lot of people said that this was the place to go. I was near Wheaton. um, And everybody was really nice. And, like, the topping of the pizza was amazing. I just couldn't get past the cornbread. Like, <laughs> yeah. That was weird. Yeah, I don't it know. It felt really weird. Yeah, I don't know if I've been able to do that. But we ate and talked, and it was it was a lot of fun. Um, and then I don't even remember what all we ate there But while did, we were in Chicago. Did you make it to Billy Goats? It was a good trip. No. That's the uh, burger place from the old uh, Saturday Night Live skit. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger, oh, cheeseburger. Nice. <laughs> cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Um, 
But then when I got back, I got to um, go to the WFX conference in Dallas, which I didn't go to the conference. I just went to the, um, oh my gosh, the expo. expo yeah. My brain, sorry, is like all cloudy right now. Um, but we went to the, or I got to go to the expo. And the reason I really wanted to go to the expo, I'd gone to the WFX um, expo before. Um, that was like years ago. I think I was still working for Pineco then. Um, but we're actually talking about redoing our sound system in the, uh, great room at our church. And so one of the speakers, speakers, meaning actual speakers, not like people who come and speak. Um, one of the speaker manufacturers that we were looking at, uh, was going to be demoing their stuff at this, uh, expo. And so I went up there and, um, got to hear him. And I was just honestly expecting there to be you know, a room that had different systems in there um, because they were calling it this round robin. And I wasn't really expecting much out of that just, you know, to be able to hear them. But they had this whole thing set up. And I'm telling you, this is the way to demo speakers. I don't know if this is normal because I haven't done it before, but I would not be surprised if this is like, this is what everybody does because there were like six or seven, seven um, manufacturers and they had like a small system and then they had like a line array system. And so what they did was um, they would, they went through the small systems first and they would like the person would talk for a second and they would play the same music on each speaker system. So they would talk like intro what they were uh, showing and then they would uh, play the system and then they would move to the next person and they would play the system. And I was like, well, that's cool. Like, this is more what I was expecting. Like, this is an explanation of it. And this is what it sounds like. And then, you know, it just keeps going around the room like that. But then, like, I was like, okay, well, then it'll, they'll move on to their big systems. Like, they were like, no, we're going to do this two more times. I think they did it at least two more times. And they picked a different song and they played them. And they just reminded you in between what the speakers were. Mm-hmm. But then they like they would play them almost back to back, so you could really hear like the same song through all the speakers. They played like three or four different songs, um, like one per round, um, and so you were hearing the exact same section over and over and over again in all these different speakers, and it was amazing. So they did that with the small speaker setup, and then they did it with the um, sp- big speaker setup, and I was like, number one in the like their premier speaker setups there was it was really hard to tell a huge difference between them there were some like well that coloring you know this this speaker system sounds warmer this speaker system is um uh, definitely got a very crisp high end we'll say that like you could hear things like that but they were all so high quality it it's definitely like it wasn't anything that you wouldn't be able to like tune any of these to sound the way that you wanted them to um and then they had this uh, microphone in the middle of the room and they were showing you the spl and everything on the side and um while they were going through so you could you could be taking a lot a copious amount of notes on speaker systems and i was like man i'll never go back that was i mean i'll go back 
You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that, that's the way to, because, you know, you go to a music store or something and try to listen or even go to like, you know, a lot of times you'll have a, a an installer or a manufacturer say, well, we've got, we've put our speakers in this room. Mm-hmm. You can go listen to them. And it's like, yes, if I go to a room that has these speakers in it that's installed, I can hear what a, like, what best case scenario they sound like, hopefully. I mean, hopefully if they've put the the speakers in and they've tuned everything with the speakers um, to the room and they've done everything that they're supposed to, when you go into an installation that has these speakers, you should hear them at their best. And so that's great, like, to be able to go to, like, another sanctuary or something and be able to hear what the speakers sound like is awesome. But to hear them all back-to-back in big rooms, I got to go listen to another, there was another manufacturer who wasn't in the Round Robin but had their own, like, they were giving demos of, like, their whole product line. Um, And so they were in a room by themselves, and it was not a big room. And I said, like, they turned on their speakers at one point, and it was, like, it was a pretty big system for us to be sitting in that small room. And I was like, oh, like, I I don't want to, I'm not trying to make everybody feel awkward about it, but, like, that was terrible. Like, that was not mixed for, you know, six of us sitting in this small room that was, like, trying to blow our heads off. And anyway, like, there was a lot of, really cool um different things that they that were at the expo it was kind of fun um just in general because i don't know if you've ever been to wfx i have not probably not no um but it's uh it's like the worship facilities expo i think is why it's wfx um and it's so it's like everything from seats like chairs manufacturers of chairs and uh, um, like safety team stuff like walkie talkies and things yeah. like that. And those, those type of camera systems all the way over to like big production type things. There was actually um, a booth in the far corner that I sent a picture to Colson, um, my boss. And uh, it was, <laughs> they had this rig for like, putting somebody in like a bungee system and being able to like lift them up and things like that. that. And I was like, I, I mean, you want to try this for Christmas? <laughs> so, like a Preston Wood situation here where. Yeah. So in the, the speakers that you were, were listening to, what were some of the, the brands that they had on display? So they had, um, Biamp was one of the really good ones that I didn't, I don't know much about Biamp, but they sounded really good. Um, Innovox, T, it's like TCM or T, uh, I can't remember what that one, no, it's just TW, TW Audio, um, RCF, mm. uh, there was a German name that I can't remember. Um, Dadgummit. Like I, I had all of the, if, if we had, if we had recorded this a week ago, I would have had all of them yeah. off the top of my head. But um, there were some really good ones. And I was really surprised at the, um, 
Like some of them were doing it with really small speakers, which I was, TW was one of the ones, their, their speaker system that they brought out. I was like, that, those are little bitty arrays and they sounded great. Like they didn't sound like little speakers. So. Yeah. The last few that we put in a uh, line array have been RCF. Yeah. We've been really they, happy with those. They've, yeah, they've, they've become very popular uh, lately. They're Italian made or Italian designed. I don't know if they're Italian made anymore. They started off Italian made. Um, it was really funny. Um, I was expecting the guy, cause they said that I was expecting the guy to sound Italian and he, he did not sound Italian. He was, he was from Texas, I think. <laughs> yeah. Looking uh, for that. It's a me and Mario. <laughs> it's a me and Mario. Um, but it was a lot of fun um, to be able to do that. And, and honestly, like I've, I've, it's been a while since I was really particular about speakers. Um, and so getting back and being able to listen to that, I really wish that we could have had more people go with me because, uh, but it was just one of those really busy. It was a week after we got back from Chicago. Yeah. Who wants to be gone again at that point? But. Does it happen about the same time every year? Uh, yeah, it's, it is about the same time every year. Um, and it's been in Dallas, I feel like pretty regularly, but next year it's going to be in Tennessee. Bummer. So bummer. <laughs> like I'm sitting there going a year from now, I need to get Jason and Jacob and we can go up yeah. there. And if you were available, we could all kind of oh, yeah, ride up and, and check it out. Now we got to figure out how to get we'll to uh, Tennessee. To- yeah, right. We'll just have to ride up to Tennessee. No big deal. Yeah, we're going to go scope out a new uh, possible camp property. And while well, we're there... it's not far away from your other <laughs> camp property. Yeah. Maybe we fly to the other camp property and then we go. Yeah. Short drive up. Something like that. Um, but we... So we spent uh, that week... Um, that week. It was like three days in Chicago... Um, at this worship innovators conference. And there was a lot of software at that one. Um, but there were still quite a few like talking about hardware and talking about how to maximize things and, uh, different, uh, I actually, there was one guy who's, um, pretty well known, um, as a audio technician and, uh, he is, um, I got to talk to him a little bit about miking because I don't know if like other guys that are audio technicians, like when you're miking like a drum set in a room, you kind of get, um, that's a room that's not huge. We've got like a 800 person room. Mm-hmm. I, I know that like fire code, it's more than that. It's like a thousand, but oh, we've got big chairs. So the most we can get in is like 800. Um, but it, um, the drum set is, is, is sounds really big. <laughs> I don't know how to yeah. like, it's anyway, that problem that I think a lot of people have the drums sound bigger than the room and the drummers don't want to play softer. No. Um, but I was talking to him about like, cause at one point he made a comment about not doing a shield. And I was like, I, I hear it. Like I've, I've heard that like whatever. And he was like, I mean, you might as well put them in that little, uh, apartment building that they build on stages now for drums drummers um which i totally i mean we've talked about whether or not to do that but he was like 
a shield was the worst thing that you can do. And I was like, well, crap, I've been doing that for a while. Um, and he was saying, uh, like, you, you have reflection immediately off the drums and you've got the mic set up, you know, a certain distance from the drums. And so you're hearing, uh, at best phase cancellation, mm-hmm. um, at worst, um, you're hearing just a muddying of everything. Um, and so like just being real particular about which mics you're using and you know, everything, how you're directing them. And he was like, if you've, if you can't do a full enclosure, you need to be doing baffles instead of um, uh, a full shield, and you need to be pointing them off the stage um, or, you know, angling them so that the sound reflects off of the stage as opposed yep. to back into the whatever. And I didn't have the heart to tell him everywhere that I can reflect the drums in our room is reflecting right back into the drum. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. So we just got to, we got to figure out our system at some point. Um, but it's exciting to be like talking about, it. I know that like we don't, um, all, all gear is expensive. There are very few times that you're looking at a piece of gear and you're like, Oh, it's only that much money. Most yeah. of the time it's like, Oh, that'd be really nice if we get, Oh, Hey, yes. Yeah. Thousands of dollars. I'll probably not ever own that. Like your ribbon um, mic from last show. Oh my gosh. I would love, love <laughs> to be able to spend $1,500 on a ribbon mic. But uh, that was one of the things like this uh, guy was so excited about um, these ribbon mics because of, you know, ribbon mics respond differently. Um, I, I, I feel like they're a little bit warmer. I mean, uh, somebody said something like, well, a ribbon mic records the way that your ear listens Hmm. like i don't that's that's a weird thing to say um i'm not sure that i totally understand what they're talking about but they were saying that because it records that way then it's more natural here listening to it whenever you um listen to it back but i i mean there's so much like the the veil on that has been totally lifted for me I know whenever, before I was at all involved in mechanics, uh, stuff with cars, like I, I used to know that there was an engine under there, but it might as well have been like little guys with like little hamsters on wheels Yes, and little guys banging away at stuff to um, make things work. Cause I, I had no idea what, what happened inside of the engine. And now like with, so, uh, sound technician, like audio engineering stuff, like there's, there's so much going on like there's so many factors involved with um getting tone or getting um a certain sound out of whatever you're using yep we're learning like i'm learning it's 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 impressive (laughs) that we make any of it work so um i definitely i love hearing from guys that have been doing it a lot longer than me though and uh, that's that's a lot of what that um conference was okay that sounds like it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun um and it was in chicago so i mean can't argue with that yep it's not bad to get a trip to chicago every now and then no 
Um, what a... You you said um, when we were talking before that somebody sent us a. Yeah, we've got some boosts. You wanna you wanna read the boosts? Yeah, yeah. I wish the the jingle would work. I'm sorry. What y'all were supposed to hear right now was something that said something to the effect of boostagram sound booth, but it had a little more emphasis in the words. So yeah, this is uh, we have two. Two oh boosts? Yes. So these are our first that have come in beyond the the feel-good one that I did just for a test. <laughs> yeah. So the first, uh, well, actually, I guess I need to back up. I need to explain some of this. Um, in boostograms or these boosts, there's a lot mm-hmm. of numerology that goes on. So you don't just randomly just send. You, well, you can just pick a random value and send it, and there you go. Mm-hmm. But the beauty of the system is you can play around with the numbers and do just about anything that you want. There can be different meanings behind it. So these two particular boosts have numerology to them, and I will try to explain because it comes from the No Agenda podcast. So, And those of us that don't know just don't know. So. Yeah, we all are going to learn. We're all going along yeah, for the ride. Exactly right. So that's, that's what's kind of fun is, you know, you can send it. And you get to pick the numerology. And if it means something to you, include it in the boost so we know what it means. Nice. Yeah. So, so this first one was 2,222 sats. That is referred to as a row of ducks. A row of ducks because it looks like ducks? Because it looks like ducks, yes. So 2222, two, 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 a row of ducks. And the message, and you're going to, to love this one, John. Have a row of ducks so that John can get a beer. Well, probably not enough for a beer. T-Fowl. <laughs> I love it. That's perfect. Yeah, so that's from... <laughs> uh, I got a beer. Yeah, Jason Cord. That was for you having your red Solo cup. There you go. And then the second one is 1,111. Okay. You could call that a row of sticks. Uh, row you could of call, sticks. because it's ones, you could call that making it rain. <laughs> so sky's the limit on how you want to go with it. And so this one was actually referencing something that we discussed in the last episode. The message is just simply nerd knobs. So if you remember in the last show, I was explaining, I'd yeah. never heard that before about the yeah. idea of like how nerdy you want to be, turn the knob up and down. Turn the nerd knob up. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so he just simply sent in the message, nerd knobs. Both of those. Yeah, you got to, you got to. Go ahead. You got to own your nerdhood. You know? Exactly. That's my, one of my <laughs> professors. Okay, so this is really nerdy. Um, I, um, my minor in college was music because I started as a music major. And <laughs> anyway, um, I had a music minor by the end of my first semester or by the first year. I had to go a full year as a music major to get a music minor. But that's how intense it is. So. Um, one of my professors, though, um, this is my music history professor. Okay. She was one of my favorites. She was amazing. And she would always say, you know, we're, we're all nerds. You got to own your nerdhood. Like, the fact that you are nerdy about this does not make you not, it's not something that you should be ashamed of. Like, you've got to own that. So, own, you know. Own that, own that knob, absolutely. 
Absolutely. So I do want to say, uh, before we get away from that, that both of these are from our friend Jason Court. They're both from Jason? They're both, they're both from Jason, yeah. Thanks, Jason. Yeah, thank you, Jason. Appreciate it. It's good, good dude. Oh, yeah. Jason, okay, so every job that I left at Pine Cove, like whenever I would move on from uh, something at Pine Cove, I, I, was, I left it in more capable hands. <laughs> And Jason was the second of those. Micah McHugh was the first of those when I left my yeah. job in maintenance. Micah took over and it was like, man, I'm glad John left. Um, <laughs> it was the same thing with Jason. Like I left and Jason took over doing uh, AV stuff. And it's just, I mean, it's so nice over there now. So, yeah. Yeah. We were uh, very fortunate to find him when we did. Yeah. And now it's continued at the church. It's like, yes. Oh, shoot. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, so nothing like being replaced to make you feel obsolete. (laughs) Yes. So um, Um, if he's listening, you know, it's in another boost and we'll keep the conversation going. Yeah. Thanks, brother. Um, Yeah. Anybody who's listening, go ahead and send a boost. Yeah. You can send us anything you want in the message. Yeah. I'm, I am intrigued by this new level of podcasting that is available to us. Like it does, it, you know, to me, I've, I think I've always been, even though, you know, technology is awesome and I've been trying to understand and further myself in technology as long as I can remember. Um, the fact that there, are like, there's such a specific, the everything is gaining so fast that there can be such amazing growth in such a specific area is Mm -hmm. like, that's intense. Yeah. There, there's an amazing group of guys behind the development that's happening. And then you've, you've got the apples and the Spotify's of the world who are just kind of pulling the Microsoft and just kind of just sitting back and going, we're not worried about it. We got this. And it's all just going to pass them by. Yeah. I mean, I think probably, especially because of the attitude that these guys have had, um, that's so like, we don't, we don't have to own this to make it better and everything Apple and, uh, all these other companies that are like that. I, I have an iPhone. I'm not trying to like pretend like I'm something that I'm not here. Um, I'm doing this on a Mac computer, but they're, mentality has always been you know this scarcity like we we have to own it or we don't really want to spend time on it and it's correct you don't like that's not how a community works like you got to learn how to not just build a community around the people that you can own everything that they do correct and they just don't seem to understand the the fact that rss is really designed to be open it's not, yeah. des- it's no, not it designed is. for anybody to own it. Well, Steve Jobs didn't like anything open. He wanted to be able to control everything because he wanted it to be great. And if you make it open, there's a risk of it not being great. But I think that, I think the benefits outweigh the negatives there. I agree. Got to learn how to give everybody space to create. Yep. Yep. So uh, hopefully the... Uh, podcast uh, hosting companies out there stay on this train. Yeah. 
Man, that was a big sneeze. Good save. So, yeah, uh, hopefully they'll stay with it. And all these guys will uh, continue this development. And again, it's a, it's a community of people. It's not any one person. I mean, you do, obviously, you've got Adam Curry and Dave Jones at Podcasting 2.0 that are kind of the figureheads of it, so to speak. But sure. it's, it's a huge group of people that are, that are putting this thing together and making it a reality. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Oh, yeah. Me too. Absolutely. Let's have fun with it. Yeah. Um, my voice is about to go. So Okay. Well, we, we can start wrapping it up. Um, real quick, talk to you about this uh, mic before we go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mic. Yeah. I, tonight, I am using the Lewitt LCT 440 Pure. I have with LCT 440 Pure. 440 Pure. Large diaphragm. I have absolutely fallen in love with this mic. Um, unfortunately, y'all are probably hearing the uh, network equipment in the room because of it. But the sound reproduction, the quality, um, the um, the tones that I'm able to hear yeah. from it that I don't get from my electro voice, not that my electro voice is bad. It's a, it's an amazing mic, but it's just yeah. that difference between dynamic and condenser. Your, yeah. Your F, e, um, EV is a, a dynamic. Yeah. This is a condenser microphone. Yeah. Now it's one of the hotter uh, dynamics because of the neodymium magnet. Right. Uh, but the, but I mean, condensers are just better for uh, mm. tonal reproduction. Listen. Uh, Buddy, you say better. I say tomato. <laughs> well, this was one of those. If you remember the last show, I said, "Hey, I'm yeah. the Guitar Center people may get tired of me." I had intended <laughs> to just use this and send it back, but I've absolutely yeah. fallen in love with it, and it's not going anywhere. It's not going back. <laughs> no. Well, I'm telling you, like if you're gonna fall in love with a mic, a condenser microphone that sounds that good for two eighty nine on yeah. Sweetwater, that's not bad. No, like, no, no. As as any of the guys listening that you know are gear nuts, like two eighty nine for a high quality microphone is nothing. Yeah, and I know y'all can't see the video, but John can. Everything you see here, it came with. It came with the shock mount. It came with the pop filter. Yeah, all of it. You was don't have the windscreen on it. It it comes with the windscreen. Uh, I have. See if I can do this without making too much noise. Yeah, there's the pop filter. Yeah, there's the pop filter right there with their little logo, yeah. as you can see. It's it pretty it did, nifty looking. Yep, I love that it just kind of slides slides on, magnetically catches. Now, it, it did also, magnets. yeah, it's magnet. How do they work? They work pretty well. Um, and yeah, it did also come with the, the foam windscreen, but I really like, I like the look of this. Oh, yeah, you don't need a foam windscreen if you're not you know, breathing real heavy on it or something like that. Correct. Or out in the wind. Correct. So I'm, uh, I'm two for two on a product that I am, uh, endorsing people to go buy. Nice. I'm sure eventually we'll find one and be like, Oh, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't buy that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it sounds good. Um, yep. I've just got to work on, uh, 
do I stay in here or do I need to find another room in the house to try to avoid mm-hmm. some of this background noise? Or if mm-hmm. I'm going to stay on this mic or go back to the Yeah, it's just more of a thing now. Yeah. Yeah. We need to get you some, uh, the, the bedding, like the, whatever you call it, the egg, egg crate. Egg crate phone. Yeah. Try to put a barrier between me and the, the gear yeah. up behind me. Yeah. Wrap yourself in it. <laughs> yeah. Little cocoon over the mic. So, all right, man. Well, let's get oh, you out nice. of here so you can get your, all right. your rest your voice. Hope you get to feeling better, man. Thanks, brother. All right. Being here with you as always. All right. Sounds good. See you, everybody.